You can't out dream God. Mm. See, God will only mm. give you a preview of what you're supposed to have. He what? can't show you the whole you picture. Because you, fire can't handle it. you can't handle the whole picture. So he gives us dreams. Faith without work is dead. Faith is a preview. But you got to get up there and put in the work. You spit that fire, Dylan. Talk to him. You got to put in the work. Are you working? This lady told me, you can tell how successful you want to be with what you do in your downtime. See, your downtime, what are you doing? Hot fire. Are you working on your dream? Hot fire. Are you working on what you say you want? Dialogue. Or are you just Dialogue. talking? Dialogue. See, there's a difference Dialogue. between Dialogue. talking and actually doing. What it do, what it do. Welcome to the second season of Narrow Path Podcast. I am your host, D.R. Bellard. I am happy to be back. I know it's been a while. It's been some time. Um, man, we are back. We rocking and rolling. And um, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. And uh, I just want to open up uh, by saying uh, what actually led me to develop this podcast. Uh, Narrow Path Podcast is about this podcast. I want this podcast to be about uh, developing a uh, walk in your journey. Um, it's mainly created to showcase underappreciated actors, uh, filmmakers, writers, producers, comedians in Hollywood, in the industry that I feel like don't get enough shine. I know enough talented. I know a lot of talented, super um, talented, gifted people that I've worked with and run across in the industry that are not on your TV, that are not in your movie theater, that are not um, on your phone. Uh, and, you know, it's a shame. So I feel like this should be the platform for them to get out there and to push whatever they're doing for casting directors to see, for producers to see, for anybody in the industry that likes their talent, likes their look. Uh, we're going to talk to them. We're going to talk about their journey and what specifically brought them to where they're at right now, um, their narrow path, their journey that they took to get to this point in time in their life and in their career. Uh, we're gonna show the demos, uh, the demo reels, uh, we're gonna read their bios, and then after that, after we get to know them a little bit better, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna co-host, we're gonna talk about what's going on, the social media foolishness that's going on in the world. Uh, we're just gonna lay, lay back and have some fun. So. Stay on this ride with us. Uh, I, if for those that don't know me, let me reintroduce myself. My name is D.R. Bellard. I'm a filmmaker. I've written and directed nine short films. I'm an actor. I've done tons of national commercials. I've done tons of uh, independent films. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah, I am one of those uh, people in the industry. I feel like uh, I've been out here a while, eight years in Hollywood, paying my dues. And uh, it hasn't happened for me just yet, but we're going to speak life into it that it will. But I want to showcase, I'm more concerned at this point in time to showcase my friends, my colleagues, people in the industry and get them out there and open doors for them if that's possible. That's the assignment that God is giving me right now. So I'm just being obedient and we're going we gonna to see what happens. So my first guest on season two, this brother right here, I met this brother uh, in film school, uh, 
talented brother. And as soon as I met him, I felt his energy. I felt his vibe. I knew there was something special about him. Uh, you know, he has a presence about him. You know, all Leos do. I'm a Leo. He's a Leo. So, you know, that's what we, you know, we had to, you know, we had to make it do what it do. We got, you know what I'm saying? Real recognized real. So right away, I knew his brother. I knew what he was all about. So uh, got to know him, got to hang out with him, got to work with him. And now I wanted him on my show. I wanted him. He gave me the honor of showing up today to be the first guest on season two, episode one of Narrow Path Podcast. Uh, this is King Jaquel Martin. Uh, hey. Let me read his let me read his bio. Say what's up, King. What to do? I'm happy to be in the building. It's definitely a blessing. And look how God brings things full circle. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Let me read this brother's bio for a second for those that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me read this brother's bio. King Jaquel Martin. It's so much that I couldn't remember it right off the dome. Like he's done. This is, this is how much he's done. I'm going to try to get through it real quick. King Jaquel Martin is a native of Benton Harbor, Michigan. King enlisted in the United States Army with the passion to serve his country and make a better life for himself and his family. As a high achiever, King moved up the ranks to sergeant and held his position until an unforeseen and challenging incident brought him face to face with age old discrimination born of ignorance and racial hate. This, this experience inspired King to write his freshman biology biography, A Warm Friendly Grounds. I got the book. You know, I had to support my boy. You know what I'm saying? When it came out, y'all go get it. It's on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Amazon Warm Friendly Grounds. A piece fitting the current narrative in our country surrounded unfair racial practices and biases found in the military and the police force. King graduated with a BFA in filmmaking as a director at the New York Film Academy in Los Angeles, California. As an author, he wants a warm friendly grounds to be a welcoming bridge between public and police between the public and police department. King transformed his book, A Warm Friendly War on Friendly Grounds, to an award-winning motion picture. The film has given acknowledgement to King's multiple talents and has awarded him Best Actor, Best Director, and recognition to becoming the new face of Hollywood. King has the heart of a servant and is very passionate about his people and desires to help others and live, live up to their full potential. After completing his term in armed services, King enrolled in the Joanne Barron D.W. Brown Acting School, yeah. a prestigious two-year in intensive Meisner training program in Santa Monica, California. This program led King to his debut on primetime television featuring uh, in the award-winning show Ballers on HBO starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. King is an ins inspirational, also an inspirational, motivational speaker whose accolades have been acknowledged by the Toastmasters and awarded him first place in the regional 46th international speech competition. Yeah. King's speech titled I am, am I in a Domestic Violent Relationship with America is about to take the world by storm. King's goal with his words is to promote love while healing with unity and create and to create peace. Mm -hmm. King's films, A War on Friendly Grounds, Twitter Fingers, and The Evolution of Slavery have all been nominated for multiple domestic and international film festivals. Right. King is the first director to have all three of his films showcased consecutively at the TCL Chinese Theater during Indie Night Film Festival in Los Angeles. Yeah. Last but not least, King has just was just awarded the Humanitarian Art for Peace Award by Dane Money Aron. Am I saying that right? Dane Money Aron. Dane Money Aron. Yeah. And he was given that award on November 12, 2022. 
So, as y'all can see, this is why <laughs> I couldn't come right off the dome with this introduction. This man has many accomplishments uh, as an indie filmmaker, as an actor, uh, as a motivational speaker. And so, I would like to introduce officially to the Narrow Path Podcast, Mr. King Jaquel Martin. Hey, I'm in the building. It's funny you know, listening to you read the bio, bro. I'm like, yo, who is he talking about? <laughs> talking to you, right? Because sometimes when you're doing the work, you don't realize how much you've actually accomplished until you hear someone saying it. And even with everything he said, I still feel like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. We never and do. I have so much more work to do. Hey, bro. hey, hey, join the, join the club. Right? Join the club. But you've done so much, I need a drink of water. My, I'm parched. <laughs> I'm parched from that introduction, from yeah. reading that bio. I appreciate you, gang. Um, I can just say, thank God I don't look like what I've been through. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank God I don't look like what I've been through. But what I've been through helped shape me and mold me to be in the position to be on your podcast, bro. Absolutely. And I honestly remember being in New York Film Academy, seeing another black filmmaker was everything to me. Mm. But not only just seeing another black filmmaker, seeing this man's work ethic in the editing room daily, daily, every day until it closed. Man, I was there till like 11, 12, midnight, 1 o'clock, whenever they closed, man. I was there every night trying to finish my films, yeah. man. And then it wasn't even selfish with the information because I'm new and he was just giving me game. And I just appreciate your Mamba mentality. Shout out to Kobe. May he rest Shout out to Kobe. R-I-H. Yeah. Um, and his baby girl. Yeah. Gigi, shout out to her. And family. all the other people who lost their lives in that, in that uh, helicopter crash. That part. But brother, your work ethic was so inspiring that I didn't want to drop the ball. And what I mean by that, there's a guy, his name is Amir Sunaman, and he just won the first Emmy mm. for spoken word. Mm. And this brother, man, he did this speech, and that's why our friendship means so much to me. He said, one day, you, everybody listening, one day you will be someone's ancestor. Act accordingly. Mm. Bro, that's just so profound. Because I've never seen myself as nobody's ancestor. You know what I mean? I don't right, think right, like that. Right. And then the brother said, don't let the dead outlive you, for they have already done their deeds. And what will you do with this opportunity of life? Not only that, do you realize that death has been chasing you since the day you were born? The question is, will it find you in your purpose or your misery? Mm. And what will your children be able to say when they scream out your name based off of your life's work? Because one day, you will be someone's ancestor. Mm. Act accordingly. So, I just got one question for everybody listening on this podcast. If you were looking at a history book and it had your name on it, what would it say? And would you be proud of the script that you're writing for your life? And if not, and there's more that you want to do, every breath you take gets you closer to your goal. But you have to realize that every breath you take gets you closer to your grave. So what are you waiting for? You should be great with every breath you take because you never know when it's going to be your last. Now, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep right there. Every breath you take gets you closer to your goal and every breath you take gets you closer to your grave. Yeah, man. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah, man. That's pretty deep. My mentor, Les Brown, says the richest place is the graveyard. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. On all all yeah. the unborn yeah. ideas. That's where the most uh, 
most untapped talent yes uh potential is in the grave y'all gotta understand that and so i want to drop drop this gem you see this right here this right here is the code to life well what did you do you just showed me your hands no that's surface level thinking what i just showed you was my fingerprints and if everybody looks at their fingerprints no one in the world has your fingerprints which means you are a masterpiece mm. You are a masterpiece. But so many people will die a copy because they don't know who they are. So many people aren't willing to walk the narrow path because when you know who you are and whose you are, there's no reason to follow the masses. You'll be able to walk your own path and stand in your own two feet because the late and great Kobe Bryant said, championship banners hang forever, but friends come and go. But if you're working on your championship and I'm working on my championship, we understand, Derek, we can't hang out all the time. Right. But when we do get to hang out, like right now, Facts. we'll have so much more to talk about because we're working on our championship banner in our life. Are you really going after your championship or is you letting time just pass you by? I want the rings, baby. I want the rings. Talk your talk, King. And this podcast that he's doing right now is an example of planting the seed and letting it grow. It's not about who's following right now. It's about the work that you put in now because if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. I believe that was that, uh, what is it? Field of Dreams? Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, you if know. you build it, they will come. Okay. Well, I built the Narrow Path Podcast and yeah. hopefully y'all will come. Matter of fact, please subscribe. Uh, hit the notification button, subscribe, hit the notification button, follow us, yeah. help us, you know what I'm saying? Help us grow. You know what I'm saying? This is not necessarily for me. This is for all the talented artists yeah. that are out there in the industry that need to be seen, that need to be heard, that, uh, you know, we're building platforms. That's all we're doing. We're yeah. building platforms. God has given me an assignment yeah. to help my brothers and my colleagues, and I'm just listening. I'm just trying to be obedient to God. Straight like so, that. That's what we're going to do. So speaking of the narrow path. Hey, one, one second, D. I just want to tell you all this. You can't ask for a blessing if you're not willing to be a blessing. Facts. So when you subscribe, you are being a blessing. And that energy will be attracted back to you. And then people will start blessing you. But I got one gem that I want to give you. Do you get mad at blind people for being blind? No. See, a lot of people will say no, right? No. Well, if that's true, why do we get upset when family and friends don't support our dreams? Because how many people can see your dream? Right. How many people can see Narrow Path before you built Narrow Path? Nobody. So we can't get upset when people don't support it, but you know what they can do, Derek? What's that? They can see the result. Mm. See, this is the result of what was in your imagination that God gave you a long time ago. Mm. Oh, this ain't, oh, this is just the you beginning, see? brother. This is just the, listen, right? I, got, I got Narrow Path. Podcast, yeah. I got Narrow Path Production Company, Talk. I got Narrow Path Projects, yeah. I got Narrow Path Puppies, okay. y'all get my dogs over there, y'all ain't seen my Frenchies, I'm going to introduce y'all to my Frenchies, yeah. one of my babies over there, I got yeah. three Frenchies, and they over there playing, so you might hear them from time to time, we just keeping it real on the podcast, you know what I'm saying, fun, we man. just going to keep it transparent, keep yeah. it real, and that's one of my goals for this podcast, 100% transparency, yeah. we're not going to be fake about nothing. We're not going to be fake about our struggles. We're not going to be fake about our successes. Yeah. We're not going to be fake about who we are as people. Yeah. we just going to give it to you raw and real. And hopefully you can relate. So that's what it is. But uh, I wanted to speak to the uh, fact of what you said. Um, 
your family and friends are not going to make you successful. Nope. I want to I want to highlight that. Your family and friends are not going to make you rich. It is strangers that are going to make you rich. So if you do it, don't do it with the, if your family and friends support, that's great. That is wonderful. But don't be dependent on that. Yeah. Strangers are, are going to be or, or who are going to make you successful. Yeah. You think Beyonce is successful because of her family and friends supporting her? No. Beyonce is successful because of her work ethic and the beehive. (laughs) Virtually strangers. That part. People who don't know, who never knew her on a personal level. That part. But appreciated and liked her talent. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, don't, don't, you know, it's, yeah, it, it can, it can sting a little bit when family and friends don't support you right out the gate because, you know, a lot of times they just don't understand what you're doing. God gave you the vision. God mm. gave, didn't give them the vision. Talk so, of course, it. they're not going to understand because God gave it to you. Yes. Only you can see it. That's bad. Only, you, that makes only them blind. you can manifest it. Yeah. That makes them blind. You're crazy. You think you think, you think think uh, they weren't telling Noah he wasn't crazy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's about to Don't make me go there. Don't make me go there. Hey, hey. Noah went on, on blind faith for a hundred and something years mm. building an ark. But hey, we and ready never, to give up after and, one day. And never saw and never saw a drop of rain. <laughs> and we ready to give up after one day. Yeah. That's a fact. Noah that's, never yeah. saw a drop of rain. Yeah. And he built that ark, worked on that ark for 121 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, it's not gonna be family that's gonna that's gonna get you to where you wanna be. So stop focusing on that. You know what I'm saying? Just love people where they are and and and, and keep it moving. But um very I want deep there, right there. I, I didn't mean to get that deep, man. Yeah, you went, you went there. Hey, hey we thought we thought this Bible verse. Well, it says, "When you meet God, it's going to say, well done, my good right. and faithful servant.'" Okay. Right. Well, Derek, what is a servant? A servant is a person that provides a service. Service. Okay. Well, a business is a straw man version of a person because uh-huh. a business has an EIN number. Uh-huh. A person has a social security number. Uh-huh. But if your business ain't got no customers, you ain't got no business. True. Okay, then. Well, that means you got to be good and faithful in your service. So if you don't like your bank account, this is gems we dropping right now. If you don't like your situation, maybe you ain't served enough people. Right. Maybe you haven't just put yourself in a position to be the lighthouse for all the lost don't set sea. You're not sitting in your purpose. You're not walking the narrow path. When you walk the narrow path and you're not trying to be like everybody else, you'll start to stand out. Because when you start to stand out and when you're in your purpose, Preach past into the light. See, you are the light, and you have to be. The only reason why I'm here is not because I'm here; it's because I'm walking in my purpose. That's right. And me being in my purpose, my brother saw my light, and now he's allowing me to be on his podcast because he was being disciplined in what God told him to do in his assignment. See, his assignment allowed me to be here because without no narrow podcast, no narrow path podcast. We wouldn't be doing this right now. Absolutely. So because of your obedience, you don't know who you feeding right now. Mm. But you followed the purpose. That's like right. when you said Noah built the ark, you built narrow path. Right. And you built narrow path because you don't know who's going to be watching. Absolutely. But it don't matter who watches it as long as you do your part. Absolutely. And that's the service. All right. I can do is okay. be obedient. Okay. Let me tell you where, where the name manifested from, narrow mm. path. It's in the Bible, mm-hmm. directly from the Bible. Well, it correlates from the, the Bible verse and a personal journey. But okay. the Bible verse, for people that don't know narrow path, Matthew 7, 13 and 14, enter through the narrow gate. Mm. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life and only a few find it. Mm. 
Mm. Only mm. a few because only a few is looking only for it. Only a few will find it and only a few people were looking for it, like the man said. Yeah. But that directly correlates to people's personal journey. Mm-hmm. Your narrow path, the path that you walk, ain't going to be the path that hundreds and thousands of other people walk Talk to success. Them. Whether it's success, whether it's uh, a, a personal journey, whether it's personal, whatever. Your journey is your journey. What mm. God has for you is God and what God has for you. What happens for somebody in a few years may not happen for you. Talk. It for 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. when the time is right, yeah. God will make it happen. God will open those doors and God will shut those doors. Mm. And stop having a scarcity mentality. Mm. I said what I said. Say it. See, a lot of times we're envious of what someone else has. Say it. But that's not your path. That's not your journey. Nope. Stop looking at social media highlights yeah. and stop hating on someone when they book an audition or they get this or they get that. Absolutely. Maybe you didn't get that blessing because you wasn't ready for it. Nope. Because sometimes if God gives you what you ask for before you're ready for it, it could be the same thing that could kill you. Uh, woo! You Woo! You better say that. I said sometimes. Say it woo! If God blesses you before you're ready for the blessing, that blessing could kill you. Mm. It's like a video game. Different levels, different devils. Mm. So if you can't handle level one, how are you going to be able to handle the blessing of level two? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You better speak that. It's called responsibility. Responsibility means the ability to respond. The question is, will you? Have you gotten the weight room of your life in order to lift your dreams? And my question is, how heavy are your dreams? See, we're about to get some good cooking going on right now. Mm. How heavy are your dreams? Because your dreams could be so big, but I'll tell you somebody who you can't dream. You can't out-dream God. Mm. See, God will only mm. give you a preview of what you're supposed to have. He what? can't show you the whole you picture. Because you, fire, can't it. you can't handle the whole picture. So he gives us dreams. Faith without work is dead. Faith is a preview. But you got to get up there and put in the work. You spit that fire, Dylan. Talk to him. You got to put in the work. Are you working? This lady told me, you can tell how successful you want to be with what you do in your downtime. See, your downtime, what are you doing? Hot fire. Are you working on your dream? Hot fire. Are you working on what you say you want? Die Are you just talking? Die See, there's a difference between talking and actually doing. Hey, do me a favor. Look around. Everything you see around you is not what you see. Mm. This is not a podcast. This is not an apartment. This is not a microphone. This Mm. is not clothes I have on. This is not a hat. Mm. I sound crazy, right? Mm. Okay, well, let me educate you. Everything that you see is somebody else's dream. And if you're always participating in everyone else's dream, who's participating in your dream? And when did their dream become more important than your dream? Are you being faithful to your dream or will you always be a prisoner to someone else's dream? You better speak it. You better speak it. Narrow path. Narrow path. Better speak it. Well... We didn't think, boy. Look huh? at that. Y'all got a free. Y'all got a free word this morning. Uh-huh. Y'all got a free word this morning. Uh-huh. Y'all got the boy. Put your seatbelt on. Get your pins on. Tell them. God gave y'all. God gave y'all some some cooking this morning. Mm, look, good he cooking. gave you some jambalaya. He uh-huh. gave you some gumbo. Got uh-huh. a little bit of everything up in that. Listen, I know this is my brother Derek blowing up because it's going to happen because he's being obedient. But I want to give you a one Listen. last gem that's going to change your life. Okay, and then we got to get to your journey. Go ahead. Okay, it's a formula. And the formula is emotional intelligence mm-hmm. equals life divided by you. Say that again. Emotional intelligence uh-huh. equals uh-huh. life divided by you. Uh-huh. Now, mm. now, now, a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to break this down for you. Break right? it down. So 
when he created us, Derek, mm -hmm. he gave us the gift of emotions. All right. Emotions can be our superpowers. Okay. Okay. So it's one thing to have emotions. It's another thing to be emotional. Uh-huh. Because when you're emotional, you're no longer in control of your emotions and your emotions are controlling you. Okay. Have you ever did something that you normally wouldn't do, but you just pissed off, you was angry, you was mad? Uh -huh. And then once that emotion went away, you're like, dang, why did I do that? Right. Well, the difference between having emotions and being emotional is your intelligence. Right. Okay. That equals. You would agree that life was here before you. Right. Okay. And the agreeness of life is good and bad experiences. Mm -hmm. And Derek, you or the listeners are the common denominator of their own life, like the narrow path. Right. You are the common denominator of your own life. Right. So based off of how you choose to feel your emotional intelligence about your good and your bad experiences, you'll create your own heaven and hell. Man. Hot fire. Boy. Mm. About to make a dragon retire. Mm. Hey. I told you, bro. Put on your seatbelt. We about to go crazy. Let's uh, let's uh, oh, don't 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 hurt them too bad, man. Let's 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 ease off of them just a little bit. Get off their neck just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just just a little bit. They're not ready. I don't, yes, I, I don't think they're ready. Just yes, just sir. yet. Let's um, let's 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 dive into your journey. Okay, talk now. I read your bio yes, for sir. everybody that's out there. So, just walk us through. Walk us through from the first time. Uh, Kind of step by step, you know, you don't have to go into every single detail, but step by step, what was your journey from the time you uh, came to California? What 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 made you what put the seed in your head to come to California first and foremost to pursue your dreams to become an actor, become a filmmaker? OK, uh, what, what was the driving force behind that? And, and just take us on your journey from the time you got here up until pretty much now. I got you. And I'll stop you along the way whenever I want to uh, want you to expand on something. Cool. So y'all heard the accolades. So let's play this in reverse, right? I've been acting a fool my whole life. Why not get paid for it? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But before y'all heard all the accolades Derek got to, I was wrongfully assaulted in my military uniform. Mm -hmm. I was wrongfully assaulted in my military uniform. I was in the army. Mm -hmm. Served for 10 years. And I was coming home from work. And... I was assaulted by the same officer who assaulted the young lady at Spring Valley High School. Wow. There was a cop that slammed a little girl on her head and threw her across the classroom. Mm -hmm. That's the same officer that wrongfully assaulted me and my ex mm -hmm. in my military uniform in front of my house. Right. After coming home from work. I remember. I saw the interview on CNN. Yeah. So sometimes they say, God will whisper, he'll talk, he'll yell, mm -hmm. he'll knock you on your butt. Mm -hmm. So I call it a horrible blessing mm -hmm. because that situation changed my life. And don't feel bad for me because my story ends good. Mm -hmm. I was wrongfully facing 10 years in jail for the color of my skin. Wow. That's a fact. Wow. I was beaten. I was maced. I had to watch my wife or ex get assaulted in front of me and there was nothing that I could do about it. Wow. I went to the jail. Or, you know, they took me to the police station. I was fingerprinted, you know. Mm -hmm. I took mug shots in my military uniform. Mm -hmm. That's what inspired me. Once I was found not guilty on all charges because I didn't do anything wrong to leave South Carolina and move to California. Okay. And when I got to California, I basically joined John Casablanca. I built a national commercial mm -hmm. for Bank of America. I was the voiceover lead for it, and I was the actor in it. Okay. And that made me sag. Now, the funny thing is, I was a soldier. I didn't know nothing about residual income. Right. So I got a check for like $5,000. I was like, $5,000? You was just, like, we up? Just, just for a little bit of work? Right. You was like, for a few hours? Right. And I didn't understand mailbox money. Right. You so like, they kept sending me checks, right? I said, oh. I called them. I said, hey, y'all paid me already. Right. 
Um, I knew what you was doing. You was making sure somebody wasn't going to try and lock you up. Bruh, that part. You, you wasn't know? supposed to be getting. Right. So I called them. They was right. like, no, 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 no. That's residual income. Right. So residual income is when you do something one time and it airs and you get paid um, over and over again for uh-huh. the thing in your work that you've done. Right. I didn't even know you could make money that way. Yeah. I said, oh, no, never again. And I caught the bug ever since then. Mm. So I wound up having an audition for Mr. Mosley, right? For okay. My Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Okay. And so I was like, what can I do to stand out? So I had an all white. I was looking fly Derek, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, with the audition right, line. Right, right, right. I went and grabbed the soda. Uh-huh. And I came back and I still remember the commercial to this day. Right. I said, what makes you cool? It's your attitude. It's not your haircut. It's not what you wear. I took off my jacket, you know what I'm saying? All in character. Right. And I pulled out the soda. Uh-huh. And I opened it. And they sort of exploded all over me in my all white outfit. Uh-huh. But I stayed in character. And I was like, ooh, I guess I was just really happy to see you. I swear this has never happened before. <laughs> he was like, oh, that's funny. Right. And he was like, you need to move to L.A. So I moved to L.A. Mm. And that's how I wound up in L.A. Okay. And then my friend, shout out to Jeff. I don't know. Do you remember Jeff? Um, he played Tupac in the Death Row Chronicles. Um, we were on a movie set called um, 3 to 6. Okay. And he said, hey, I'm going to go to New York Film Academy to become a screenwriter. Mm. I'm going to use my GI Bill to go to school. Mm. I said, oh. Well, I just finished my book, A Warm Friendly Grounds. Right. You know, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go tell my stories, too. Mm-hmm. So I went to New York Film Academy. Right. And I went to the screenwriting program. Okay. When I found out how much screenwriters had to write, I said, oh, the devil is a lie. Right. For me. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't write like that. Don't write like that. You're like, not the kid. Right? And then I found the directing program. And it was like, the director is the creator. And he's the one that gets the actors and the characters. Right. I said, oh, right. that's me. That's me. I can do that. Right. We live. Right? That's and that's how I wound up in the directing program. Okay. And I've been directing ever since. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, when you start directing, don't let nobody tell you what you can make and what you can't make. Right. And don't be upset at them for doing that. Because in every film, you have to have an antagonist. Mm-hmm. And if life is like a movie, that means you got to have an antagonist in life, too. Okay. Boy, you better say that. Huh? Boy. Right? Boy. You feel me? Boy. And you have to you better be, say that. Think about it. We are the hero of our own oh, story. story. Right. So somebody has to challenge us. Right. Someone has to be the troll. Right. Someone has to be the hater. Right. And I call it the blessing of a hater and a troll. Because when you wasn't doing nothing, you didn't get challenged. But the day you decided to say, I'm going to build a narrow path, life tries to punch you in the face. Mm. Does it? Right? The right. You want to create your movie. Double cut. You know what I'm saying? You get all the Murphy's Law happens. All the all the stuff behind the scenes that nobody right. sees happens. Boy, you better say it. The day you fall in love, all the problems happen. The day you're running for late for work, you hit every red light. Yeah. It was perfectly designed that way to test you, to see how bad you want what yep. you say you want. Yep. Yep. And it's scientifically proven. They did this thing, Derek, where they took an aquarium, right? Mm-hmm. And they put a fish in it, a little Nemo. Mm-hmm. And they put a piranha in it. Mm-hmm. So when the piranha saw Nemo, he ate him. Mm-hmm. And so the scientists said, okay, let's put a glass cylinder in between the piranha and Nemo. So when they put the glass in there between the prana and Nemo, the prana said, bing, 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 bing. And eventually he stopped going after the fish. Right. And so they came back and they removed the glass cylinder. Guess what the piranha did? He just swinged around. Swing around. And he would never eat the fish again. And eventually the piranha died. Mm-hmm. See, most of y'all in the audience are thinking I'm talking about a piranha and a fish, but I'm actually talking about you and your dream. See, the glass cylinder is how many times you fail. But the beautiful thing about the glass cylinder, it's only there to see how bad you want what you say you want. Are you willing to break through? Mm. Or are you going to fall three feet from gold? 
See, a lot of the times we don't get the success we want. Right. We don't get the support we want. Right. So we say, forget it. Right. And that's how we wind up in the graveyard from the shoulda, coulda, wills, but didn't. Right. Right. But those are the test in life. Because in church, there they call this work called testimony. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you get a testimony? Without a test. Without a test. And you got to be tested to get to your moment. Right. And that's the happiness. Right. It's like a rainbow. You ain't never seen a rainbow without rain. But you got to endure the rain to get to the rainbow. To get to the pot of gold. And so that's how I wind up getting here, bro. Mm. And I'm still just enduring the storms. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, man, that's I'm just processing like a lot of <laughs> a lot of the gems that you dropped. Yeah, man. That's 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 pretty amazing. Um, so from the time you got here um, to the time, what was the first major um, film or TV show that you booked or commercial that you booked? What was the first thing? Um, my first thing that, that you would consider major. HBO Ballers. HBO Ballers. Ballers, bro. Ballers. Crazy. Shout out to The Rock. Shout out to Rob Wise, Chris Lofton, Donovan Carter, London Brown, mm -hmm. John David Washington, all the amazing talent that's mm -hmm. on that show. Just thank you for allowing me to be a part of y'all family. Uh, that was my first. Now, that's what's up. Funny story, though, Derek. So, real quick. Wow. Well, go ahead. When I first got to California, I did security work. Mm -hmm. I'm still doing security work. Okay. And when I was at Fox Studios, I was around all these celebrities, uh -huh. and I was embarrassed. Right. And I said, God, this ain't what we talked about, dude. Right. And God said, shut up. You were just on the ground getting right. beat. You were just fighting for your freedom. Right. And now you're complaining about being, being in the room. Right. Right? Fast forward. I auditioned for HBO Ballers after I joined NYFA. But you know, NYFA has you in school six days a week. Right. I'm like, God, how can I audition? Right. And I'm in school. And I'm in school. This don't make no sense. Go to school. I said, okay. So I went to school. I auditioned for ballers. I didn't hear from ballers for like four months. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I get a call from my, my manager and my agent, right? Hey, we need to speak to you at three o'clock. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, they finna let me go. Right. I got to go get some more headshots. I got to go do, you know, the, right, 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 the roundabout, right? Right, right? So three o'clock come. They said, hey, King, have you heard the news? I was like, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you for representing me. Um, just thank you for believing. Right. I know I haven't been working. Right. I said, I guess I got to find new representation. They said, are you listening? What are you talking about? I said, huh? They said, we said you booked ballers. I did what? You booked ballers. I found that I booked HBO ballers. was like, let's go. I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's get it. Mama, mama, we did it, baby. Right. We did it, mama. All right. Bro, guess where I booked ballers at? Where? The same place I was doing security there. So the same people that was the security guards were the same ones walking me to my trailer, family. Wow. Not only that, they found out that I was the soldier that got assaulted by the police. Mm -hmm. So they brought me to the creator of Ballers, mm -hmm. and I cried. And I said, man, thank you. Thank you, because you didn't have to touch that topic. Right. Ballers is one of the top shows on HBO. You don't have to touch that sensitive right. topic, but you told the truth right. for somebody like me that you didn't even know. Right. I said, I wrote a book. He said, you wrote a book? I said, yeah. He said, go get it. Bro, do you not know that I had a book signing on the set of Ballers mm -hmm. where the same people I was business watching was the same ones asking me for my autograph? Mm -hmm. I can't explain it, bro. That is, that's all God, bro. It's all God. So <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look. I'm glad you brought Ballers up. Let's yes, take sir. a look at, at your scene from Ballers. Yeah. Excuse the nudity you feel me. But we <laughs> and for my podcast listeners, uh, you know... Um, you can't see the visuals, but you can hear everything that's going on. Yeah. it up and down on it, like you did it before. Show this that shit like she invented the dome. I tell her mama here twerking like she don't work a job. She let me touch that body like a
Hey, yo, homie. It's a private party. What, y'all supposed to be the motherfucking VIP section? Duh, motherfucker. I don't see no velvet rope. No, that's because they invisible, you dumb motherfucker. Get your ass out of here and leave the girl, bro. She with us. All right, whatever, man. That's cool. I know who the fuck you want, Santi. I saw your bitch ass got cut. The fuck you say, bro? What? Supposed to be some gangster? You gonna shoot me at a burger drive through or something? I don't need no gun for your bitch ass, boy. I slapped the shit out you, nigga. Too bad, because I got this. Oh, shit. Right. Ballers. I see you baller. Yeah, man. Man, so yeah. what was the process? Uh, how long did that take, um, filming that scene? Um, it was a one-day shoot. Uh, shout out to my brother, Chris Lofton. Man, that dude is so talented, bro. He's on everything right now. And I just appreciate him while we were on set, running lines, mentorship. You know what I mean? And we just vibed out and we just made the scene happen. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um... Ballers, man, that show was super hot. Yeah, bro. That show was, was is it still, is it still? Uh, no, The Rock wound up booking Black Adam or whatever else, so they only did season five. Okay. You know, um, I was on that one episode, and I'm like, man, everything's going to happen. Right. I'm going to take off. Right. I done made it. Right. I'm still waiting on my next show. Bro. Hey. But that's part of the process. God just has you in the waiting room, that's and, all. Let me tell you something, y'all. You got to go through your nose. To get to your yeses. Absolutely. And your no's are really the blessing because it prepares you for your yes. Absolutely. But here's the thing as well. A lot of people would, what I want to, a lot of people to understand, a lot of actors in this industry to mm -hmm. understand, create your own content. Talk. Put yourself in what you want to see. Talk. Stop sitting around waiting, waiting for mm. the phone to ring. Mm. That's where a lot of depression and, and things come in. That's where a lot of... Staying on social media and, and letting social media affect you and seeing your peers and your friends uh, booking all these jobs and these auditions and you're wondering, God, what's happening? I'm just as talented. What's what's going on? Why is it not happening for me? It's not your time. Mm. And if God is speaking to you, if you if, if whether you believe in God or not, yeah. but for those that, that believe in God, if God is speaking to you, don't sit around and wait. You know, mm. you you know what roles. You're sitting around waiting for the phone to ring. Go create those roles. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take a lot of money to do things these days. People mm. people are filming whole movies on these phones. Yes, sir. Just get yourself out there. Put put content out there. Put, you know, I'm sure you know a lot of talented people. Mm -hmm. Get your friends together. Yeah. Create something. Put yourself out there. That's how Issa Rae did it. Mm. Look at Talk. Issa. Talk. Issa. I was watching Issa Rae. Shout out to Issa Rae. Big shout out. I was watching Issa Rae from Awkward Black Girl, from the very first episode of Awkward Black Girl. And all she did was get her friends together, get a camera, mm. and, and, and write some stories and throw it up on YouTube. That's and she stayed consistent. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? She what? She stayed consistent. I wish we had a bomb. When nobody was watching, she kept filming. Mm. When no, I'll say that again. When, when <laughs> nobody was watching, or she thought nobody was watching. She stayed consistent, Message. and she put good content out there and good writing. It's not you can't just throw anything out there now. Nice. You can't just throw anything out there. If it's trash, it's trash. It's gonna be trash. But if you're talented, if mm. you're talented as you believe as much as you believe you're talented, you're gonna mm. put good content out there. And eventually, people are gonna see as good content, and they may not. Uh, 
they may not subscribe. They may not react until they see you're consistent mm. with your good content. He is on fire. And they're going to say, oh, he or she is serious about this thing. Mm-hmm. And they're putting out some good content. Mm-hmm. Let me support. Go. That's when they'll start supporting. Everybody's not going to support right away. Go. You got to, if that's your purpose, you got to walk in your purpose. Go. You got to, you got to talk your talk and walk your walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stop waiting for, stop waiting for someone to validate you. He's on fire. Stop and waiting for somebody to validate you. Catch that gym. In 2023, it is too easy to create content. Right. People, people with no talent, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, are on YouTube making millions. Facts. Are on Instagram making millions. Facts. These people have not gone to training. Mm-hmm. These people have not gone to school. They have not taken one acting class. They have not taken one filmmaking class. They don't have half they the training. Have, they, don't have, they don't have half the training. We went. When did you go to school? I went to Film Academy and I went to Baron Brown for acting school. How long you went? Two years for Baron Brown and two, two years, years for a film Two film years school. for acting, two years for filmmaking. I went to school, Theater of Arts. Shout out to Theater of Arts Hollywood. Big shout out. Two years. Got my degree in theater. Mm-hmm. Went to New York Film Academy. Mm-hmm. Two years. Got mm-hmm. my associates in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. These people on social media don't have half the training mm. that these established actors out here have, and they are winning. Hey, that work ethic different, huh? They that work ethic different. That, that work ethic different. That work ethic they is different. They don't. They, they don't care. They, they say I'm I'm nice, and I'm gonna show you. That's right. They 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 just don't. They just they just out here, and I'm not hating on them. Do what you do, get your bag. I'm trying to motivate the people that are sitting around, yeah. waiting for the phone to ring. They're in their feelings, they're depressed, thinking it's never going to happen for them. Go out and create your own content. Go out and create your own stuff. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. It's not going to happen if you don't make it happen. Zero plus zero equals zero. If you don't do nothing, you can't get nothing. You have to be consistent. See. See, me and Derek, we like to go to the Bible, right? So in the Bible, they have this thing called seed, time, and harvest. See, your dream is the seed. And if you put the work in time, you'll be able to reap the harvest. But if your seed hasn't made it into the harvest, that means you're still in the time phase. Nice. So you don't want your crop to grow too soon because the crop won't never reach its fullest potential. No. But in order for the crop to grow, watch this, Derek. Mm-hmm. You gotta water it. Ah. <laughs> you gotta get outside and just, just start little, pulling out the weeds spring, out of the spring. garden. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all your bad habits, are you in the best shape of your life? Are you working on your articulation? Mm-hmm. Are you are you working on getting behind the camera? Are you mm-hmm. filming yourself? Are you doing monologues? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make your dream a reality? Or are you just complaining about the dream? Facts. Faith that work is dead. dead. Put in the work. D-E-A-D. And you don't need a, no one's approval to share your creation. Nope. Because if you come from a creator, don't that automatically make you creative? I would say so. Definitely. I would say so. So, um, so you did, so you do Ballers. Yes, sir. And then, um, you go to New York Film Academy. Yes, sir. And you decide to turn your book War on the Finnick Grounds. Man is an author too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Man is an author. I am. Let me put it up. Let me, let me, let me put it up close. Let me get the War on the Friendly Grounds. I appreciate that game. It's under Carlos Mar- Martin. Instead of King Martin, it's under Carlos Martin. You can find it on Amazon. So you go to New York Film Academy and you decide to turn your book into a movie. Um, let's look at a scene from this powerful movie. Okay. That has won how many awards? Man, I've been selected in over 40 film festivals. 40? Film festivals. Now, 40 you, film festivals. And how many awards? Derek, ask how many I submitted, though. 
<laughs> I submitted in over 120, but I got Ooh. 40. See, that's called work. <laughs> you feel me? Ooh. Don't let the 40 fool you. I submit for 100. Look here. How many are you willing to submit to? Look here. Look here. And anybody that's in the industry that knows, these film festival submissions ain't cheap. Ain't. These are not cheap yeah. at all. And you're struggling independent yeah. filmmaking. Maker, some of these festivals, unless you get the early bird special, yeah. that may go for $35, $40. Mm -hmm. If you submit months in advance, mm -hmm. you may get in for $35, $40 if you're early. But most of these Film festivals, especially the prominent ones, oh, yeah. the established ones, Talk to them. they go from 90 to $150 easily. easily. Every submission. And this man submitted over 100 film festivals. Guess what that meant? No you club, know? no going out to eat, no, no movies, no date night. It was bills and film festivals because I believed in the dream. And I asked you one question. Tell me one dictionary that you'll find success before sacrifice. Mm. And what are you willing to sacrifice to get to your success? Mm. A hundred over a hundred submissions. Yeah. As a fellow filmmaker, that speaks to my soul yeah. because yeah. <laughs> I know how expensive those yeah. submissions are. And then you can submit that money and you don't if you don't get in, you just lose that money. Yeah. It's gone. Gone. You're you're paying for the for the honor to submit and yeah. hope your film gets chosen. And Yeah, and, and what I did was I reversed it. I invested in me. Who better to bet on than myself? Yeah. Why would anybody else believe in me, Derek, if I don't believe in me first? You speak That's up. why when you drop that gem about don't wait on somebody, do it yourself, right. that is you betting on you. Bet on you. And then it's the consistency. Right. See, Derek dropped the gem. The consistency is how you win. And that's why when I first saw my brother, if you rewind this tape back, I talked about his consistency in the editing room. His consistency is what drew me to saying, hey, I want to be your friend. See, you ain't got time for everybody to be your friend. But when you see people being consistent in their passion and their work, and you can learn something, and not only learn, but give back, then those are the type of relationships you want. Facts, facts, facts. So let's watch a scene from um, War on Friendly Grounds. Yes, Let's sir. check out this powerful, I mean, super powerful film. Um, how many awards? One more time, did you say? Yeah, we've been selected over 40 film festivals, bro. Okay. And counting. Nice. All right. Let's check it out. Excuse me. I'm living my life on the line for this country. It's not a fucking dream, man. It's a freaking soul. Give me a fucking arm. Fuck you. 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 Fuck I'm recording this bullshit and I'm gonna report your ass. Officer in distress. 967 Crow Run Sight. Shut the fuck up before I put a bullet in your head. Okay. Don't fucking move. Okay. Wow. Absolutely powerful. Absolutely powerful. A U.S. soldier in uniform, in uniform, that has fought for his country, being racially harassed, attacked, and beaten yeah. by the United States officers yeah. in this country. Officer Benjamin Fields. Officer, Officer Benjamin Fields. And Officer Deputy Clark. And Officer Deputy 
Officer who? Deputy Clark. Deputy Clark. Wow, that is absolutely powerful. Um, so walk us through the process because um, you acted in this in this film. You wrote it yeah. and uh, and you directed it and yeah. produced it. Yes, um, <clears throat> walk us through um, how many days did it take to shoot? Okay. Um, and uh, what was your uh, what was your mindset, your mentality, uh, being acting and directing uh, in this film? How was you How were you able to uh, make the switch. Okay. Um, first of all, shout out to uh, my co-director, Deontay Gray. I love you, bro. We met at Knife in the same way. You know what I mean? And I said, we're going to work together. And then we wanted to work it on this project together. So just thank you for blessing me with your talent. Shout out to Skeeter Jones. He came to our school and he spoke. And he said, ain't nobody going to call me. He gave out his phone number. Nobody called him, but I did. And I'm still calling him to this day. Thank you for filming and being the DP of my movie, brother. I love you. You're a legend. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. Shout out to Tori Thompson, my brother who was in my classmate who actually edited my film. I call him the young genius. Um, my process was we wind up getting to shoot at Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, we got okay. to use uh, the De Desperate Housewives set. Okay, right. I've shot there. Yeah, yeah I've shot there. Um, because they allow, you know, we get to shoot on the back lot. Right. On the back lot. So right. that was amazing. Um, what I did was I did not use my experience uh, when I got assaulted by the cop for the scene as an actor. Okay. Because it was too close to home. Okay. And I didn't want to re-traumatize myself right. from my PTSD. Gotcha. So what I did was I used my son. And I never would want my son to go through the experience of what I experienced. Okay. So my fear for his life as a black man mm -hmm. in America and the possibilities not saying all cops are bad, that's ignorant, I don't believe that at all. But what I do believe is there is a such thing called racism that exists in our country. Right. And as black men and black women, we have to prepare our children for things that they might face. Okay. So the preparation of saying, hey, I never want to see him go through this, and if he had to go through it, what would I feel like, allowed me to emotionally connect to the scene. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Jimmy Lee, who played the officer. Okay. That was a very hard scene for Jimmy Lee to play because that's not his persona. Right. So the first thing we had to do was make it a safe space in order for Jimmy Lee to even go there. And what I wanted Jimmy Lee to understand is that he represented every single person that they lost their life. Mm. You know, Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, yeah. Eric Gardner, Philando Castile, yeah. Trevor Martin. Yeah. So many names, you know, who has lost their life to police brutality. Yeah. And we, we didn't want to be disrespectful to my experiences or anyone else's experiences because I'm not the first nor will I be the last. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to tell the truth, we got to tell the truth the right way. Mm -hmm. So after making it a safe place and mentally prepping him to go into the scene, you're able to see what you just saw. Right. Wow. He asked, remember I was talking to you about this in school because uh, I wanted to know how to end it. Yeah. And it made me ask the question, is the flag a lie? Is the United States of America flag a lot. And what I mean by that is it claims to represent liberty, freedom, mm -hmm. and justice for all. Mm -hmm. That means all races, including black. Right. But does it? Wow. Man, listen, that I could get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be a whole Yeah, we ain't gotta go down there. But that would be a whole we'll, nother topic. We'll leave that for them to answer. Right. <clears throat> Let's talk about um your latest project. Okay. Um you sent me um this war movie. Um ah. it's real. Uh, yeah, it's talk, a, talk about talk about that. Let's uh let let's play it first. Okay. And then we can talk about it. Yeah. It's X Games Vietnam. Okay. Second of May. 
Myself and a handful of Marines found ourselves smack in the middle of an NBA attack. Hey, what the hell happened? The colonel was shot and hold the position, but my platoon was taken out in seconds. I started running. Where'd they come from? I just started running. Where did they go with this war punk? Get your shit together! Hey, stop it! Our position was overrun too. It's not his fault. What was that? Hey, shut up. They heard us. They're coming. Guys that were like brothers to me went down left and right. They just kept coming at us with no mercy. Wow. Cool little clip. Wow, that is a that is a something. <laughs> that's a that's a cool little clip, man. Yeah, bro. Talk me. Uh, what's so you said it's called X Games, yes, and what X. is it? What is it about? And, and take me through the process of uh, when did you find out you booked it? Um, how many days did it take to shoot? What was the uh, experience like on set? Um, first of all, shout out to the production team for X Games Vietnam. I appreciate you guys for allowing me to even be a part of this episode that you guys were shooting. Uh, we wind up shooting at some park. I forgot the name of the park, man. But it's funny because when I got out of the military, I was so happy to take off the uniform. Right. And when I got into the acting world, I'm like, dang, I can't even get a military role. Right. And then I finally got the military role. So I just want to say I'm grateful to be able to work with all those talented actors and the production crew. Right. So basically, it was about a story about a young soldier. Mm -hmm. And he was delirious. And he saw his grandfather when we were out at war. Mm -hmm. And... As we're on this journey, I find out that his grandfather was just a ghost or something in his imagination in his mind. Right. But because he was so paranoid from his traumas, he thought that he saw his grandfather and that his grandfather, who was no longer alive, was supposed to guide us to safety. Mm. And so I felt like he was putting us in a bad situation. Mm. And so I'm like, yo, we got to get up and run because the enemy's coming. Mm. And so that's why you see us taking off running to safety. But we ran to the location where his grandfather was. Okay. His grandfather happened to be the guardian angel that actually saves us. Wow. As crazy as it was, as it were, as crazy as I thought he was, he was actually the reason why we were able to get back home. So this is a short or Yeah, it's like a little short TV episode. So they have like different series, different episodes of different situations, and this just happened to be ours. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Looks very interesting, man. Yeah, cool. And then you know the the special effects with the guns. Right, yeah. How did they um what do they use? Flashes? Yeah. Or what do they like for the editing process? They they did all that in editing. Yeah. Yeah. All that in editing. yeah. So so y'all like <laughs> yeah, so just we shaking the gun. <laughs> just shaking the gun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't shot a war film yet or anything like specifically uh, with uh, semi-automatics. So yeah, yeah, I'm still looking to experience that. So that's the way. I think he just manifested that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I got I got a couple of guns uh, scenes in my uh, feature that I'm writing. So okay. So yeah, so I'm sure we'll uh, deep dive into that. Um, that's what's up, man. Yeah, so, so up until this point, anything, um, anything that you're working on? Um, is there anything that, um, that you want to get out to the, I mean, you dropped a thousand jewels <laughs> on the day already. So, you know what I'm saying? So they, they should be full. Yeah, man. They should be, they should be really full. Um, let the people know where they can find, um, your work. Yes, sir. And, uh, of course, I've already plugged the book. Yep. Um, tell them where they can find a short film and where they can find uh, anything that you got while I'm currently out there right now. I'm working on distribution. So shout out to my brother, Omar. Omar um, is on 
working on a platform for black content creators and minorities called 24-7 Live Culture, where we are looking to acquire minorities, but especially black filmmakers' content mm -hmm. to create our own distribution channel, you know, okay. like the black Netflix, so we can get out our own shorts, our own movies, our own stories, so it'll be our own streaming platform right. to showcase our work and our talents. Right. Because a lot of times as filmmakers, we go to school, we make the film festivals, mm -hmm. oh, excuse me, we make the films, we do the film festivals, it's like, then what? Right. Where do we have to show it? Right. We don't really have the platform because you can do the Tubi, the Netflix, and everything else. Right. But why not have our own platform? Right. So that's what we're working on. We're working on creating our own streaming platform. So if you're interested about that, uh, you can hit me up on my social media page, which is King Jacquel Martin. It's my name. K-I-N-G-J-A-Q-U-E-L-L-M-A-R-T-I-N. King Jacquel Martin. You can message me about that, and I'll connect you to 24 seven live culture and then if you got some ideas or some short films that you want to be able to showcase on this platform for us by us then let's go ahead and do that and let's connect sweet yeah. sweet give them all the rest of your socials are you on facebook are you on yeah. tiktok are you on snapchat the, the, the snappy chat yeah so yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> on tiktok you know it's the same thing king jacquel martin it's my name I want y'all to be on the lookout for my book, um, War on Friendly Grounds. We do plan on turning it into a feature film. The feature film is going to be Fruitvale Station and Crash Meet Pursuit of Happiness. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. Um, I just thank you guys. Oh, and also shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Thank you for taking a knee for somebody who looks like me. I really appreciate you, King. Um, Big shout out to Ryan Coogler yeah. for paving the way for black filmmakers. That Stephen Capel. Yeah. I Oscar Michelle, you know? Oscar Michelle, yeah. Stephen Capel, uh, he just did Transformers. Yeah. And listen, uh, I met that brother and he came to New York Film Academy and we talked for like Yo. two hours. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that just he, hit me when you said it because I watched Transformers and I didn't know. Yeah. Bro, you're yeah. right. Yeah. He just, he, he started out with Creed and, wow. and, and Ryan gave him from, from, uh, if I'm, if I'm, Telling the story right, Ryan gave him the opportunity to work on Creed because he was busy with uh, Black Panther, I believe, and uh, that opened the door for him to do. He just finished this blockbuster Transformer. Everybody, go out there see it. Rise Support of the Beast, yes. supported. It. It's amazing. amazing. It's an amazing film. Yes, um, Love and it. these brothers went to film school just like us. Yep, and just like uh, tons of other black filmmakers out there. That's and so crazy. Um, and now they're 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 living their dreams. Yeah. So don't give up. Stay consistent. Yep. Uh, Believe in yourself before others will believe in you and just and just keep the faith. Yeah. Um, so shout out to those brothers for paving the way for uh, for black filmmakers uh, oh, out there. One last thing. I want you all to get ready for my whispering to your soul tour. So I'm telling you right now, I'm the best motivational, inspirational speaker that the world hasn't heard yet, but they're about to. And a lot of people might say, oh, you being cocky. Talk your you're talking talk. about you're the best. Talk your talk. Well, let me tell you. Talk something. your shit. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Yes, so why would I speak life over my life? Mm -hmm. See, it's not the fact that I said I'm the best. It's the fact that when was the last time you told yourself you're the best? There you go. And so when you don't talk to yourself like that and you see somebody else talking to themselves like that, uh -huh. then all of a sudden, you, you know what I'm saying? And all the trolls come out. Uh -huh. But I appreciate you. I love you because I know who I am. I know how to walk the narrow path. And if I'm the only one on my path, then nobody can be me better than me. So, yes, I'm the best. And I stand 10 toes down with everything I just told you. And you're going to see in the future. So if you like the gems that I was dropping, that was just a Costco sample. You hear me? That's your shoulder. Your soul is coming. That's your shoulder. 
And, and, and not only was, is it coming, when I do drop the whisper into your soul, I'll be partnering with Narrow Path Productions on some of the things that we're doing. So just get ready because we got some things that we're going to do because one day you will be someone's ancestor. There we go. Act accordingly. Shout out to Amir Sudaman. There we go. There we go. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. There is the interview portion with our guest, uh, King Jaquel. Martin, filmmaker, actor, writer, producer, motivational speaker that speaks into your soul. Hit him up on all his socials. Now, um, uh, we were honored to have him. Uh, and now we're going to do a little, we're going to go, we're going to take him from interview to co-host mode. Ah, We're about to have a little fun now. You know what I'm saying? We're going to switch it up just a little bit. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world right now and just get his thoughts and opinions on some things that's going on in the world. We're just going to have a little fun. We're going to have a little fun with social media for the next 30, 40 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So let's 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 make it do what it do. All right. Uh, let's see. First off on the docket, let's... Uh, man, I know you... Uh, have you been uh, a little familiar with this submarine story, man? Are you how how comfortable are you with the ocean, man? That's 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 all I want to know. How, how are, are you a swimmer? I can swim when, when you go to the beach. I can swim. Uh, you can swim, <laughs> but I ain't going that far. Out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely afraid of the ocean, bro. Yeah, I will not go past ankle length. Oh the, no! I get in the water in the, in the ocean. I don't mess with the water. Yeah, I, I Modern water, water wasn't meant yeah. for us. Yeah, just like the skies wasn't meant for us. I stayed right on the land, on, on the ground, yeah, two feet planted where God intended me to be. I swim, I fly, I unless I need to go somewhere. So we got this story that's been uh, circulating for a while. These okay. uh, submarine, um, these rich people, yeah. um, the billionaires, the billionaires. They yeah, they they went out on this on this submarine, man, to look at look for the Titanic. Uh, look at the wreckage in the Titanic, man. Right. And sadly, uh, they ended up not making it. The submarine imploded. Um, rest in power. Rest in, rest in power to those people that lost their lives and to the families of those people that lost their lives. Uh, but why? Uh, why? Why? Why they exploded the Titanic? Why? They saw the movie. Uh, well, different people have different curiosities. They could have been looking for the city of Atlantis as well. When people, I feel just feel like when people got too much money, they, they got, got too much time to get into too many things. Yeah. And it can end up like this. I mean, there's a clip on my Instagram page that I share, right? And a guy was in a canoe and the shark comes up and he bites the canoe. And you had someone talking about it, right? Uh -huh. He was like, I'm white. But I ain't that white. Right. <laughs> you know, there's no way I'm putting myself in that type of situation. Right. But back to the people, first of all, may they rest in power of love and shout out to their families and their loved ones. You know what I mean? Sorry for their loss. But I think sometimes in order to uncover a truth, right. you might have to go places that you might never no, went no, before. No, you ain't got to go, you ain't got to go 30,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> below the ocean to I mean, discover those truths. Yeah, I think a lot when of people can, might have been scared when they might have exposed too, though. You feel me? There's a little conspiracy about them finding some things about the different banks and the 13 families that they didn't want to uncover because there's a lot of rich people on that boat. Listen, that was that. Listen, people yeah. don't understand. Hey. I'm listen. People don't understand. People think the Titanic. Listen, uh -huh. there were a lot of rich, wealthy people on the Titanic. Back in 1913, I think it was 1913 when it yeah. sank. I'm not sure, yeah. but there were a lot of important Illuminati bloodline families. Uh oh, he went uh, there, man. 
Hey, listen, sometimes you got to get people out the way to get what you want. People been playing Monopoly a long time. Let's just call hey, it. But listen, uh, hey, let's hey. just say, what if, I, what if I call it water gentrification? All right. <laughs> <laughs> call it what you call it. Hey, listen, but they, listen, it's a lot of, it's, the Titanic sinking is not what you, what the public believes it is. It, it's not opinion. the story of it's not the story. Jack. It's not the story. It's not the movie that you watch. It's not the love story movie that no. you watch. The it was do your research. It was sank for a purpose. I just, Sometimes people I just put movies like in that. your face to distract you from what they you're be playing to right. See. They be playing right in our face. Yeah, it's they the, put the, it out there. One of the greatest things that the devil can do is tell truth and lies, right? So if I can desensitize you because you think the story is one thing, when I actually told you the truth in your face, which one would you believe? Right. The story or what's up underlying? You know, something's right. got subtext to it. Um, I'm gonna play this clip. Okay, um, showing. The inside of the submarine. Now you tell me after you watch this clip, is this something you would have participated in? Not only would you, first of all, hail to not me. only would you yeah. have participated in, would you have paid two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars to participate in? You know what's so funny? Have you ever noticed That's crazy. sometimes in life when you're doing something on a certain frequency mm-hmm. that people try to block it that frequency? Right. This ain't nothing but a block of the frequency because we was really, really vibing. So now people are worried about the distraction instead of the message. But don't let the distraction right. fool you from the message. Right. There was a lot of good people that had bread on that boat. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when people won't sell you property, Man. sometimes when people won't give you the things that you want, sometimes you got to figure out a way to do what you got to do. There are also conspiracies out there that are saying that these people, that there's, uh, how do we even know they even got into the submarine? Nobody mm. saw them. Like, how do we really know that they're dead? They right. sent the submarine down there. Like and they on some Tupac shit. They on some Tupac shit. Yeah. And the thing, and it implodes for whatever reason. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of stories out there. Kind of like nine eleven when the when the building and the man, plane don't get me started, man. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. That's a whole nother show. Hey, don't get me started. I'll just say the privates and the I'll generals have two different type of conversations. We in the same army, but the conversations ain't the same. Don't I'll leave it there. Get me started. Yeah, man, listen, I can go for another hour, and we don't have that much time. So, so um. But um, here's the here's the clip um, reporting that the uh, five people instantly died from from it imploding. Uh, once again, rest in peace uh, to them. Be capable, uh, and we've been able to classify uh, parts of the uh, pressure chamber uh, for uh, the Titan submersible. Let me refer to uh, one of my uh, undersea experts here. Uh, Mr. Uh, Paul Hankin to talk about uh, the nature of some of the debris. What are black soldiers in this interview? Don't know black people. Thank you, Admiral. Oh, no. Okay. So, so, essentially, we found uh, five different major pieces of, of debris that uh, told us that it was the uh, remains of the Titan. The initial thing we found was the nose cone, which was outside of the pressure hull. Um, we then found a large debris field. Within that large debris field, um, we found the, uh, the, the front end well of the pressure hull. 
that was the first indication that uh, uh, there was a catastrophic event. Uh, 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 shortly thereafter, we found the a second smaller debris field. Within that debris field, uh, we found the the other end of the pressure hull, the, the aft end bell, um, which was basically the comprised of the totality of that pressure vessel. Mm. Uh, we continue to map the debris field, and as the Admiral said, we will uh, do the best we can to fully map out what's down there. So that now, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. They came out with that report yesterday, right? They had their press conference yesterday. Yeah. Also yesterday, a story comes out that the U.S. Navy realized or have recordings of the submarine imploding two, three days ago. Mm. So... There are reports out there that they heard the submarine implode two or three days ago, but they waited. It seems as if they waited until they ran out of oxygen or supposedly were to run out of oxygen because I believe the submarine had like 90 hours of oxygen to report them dead or report them missing. But the Navy seemed to have known uh, days ago that these people were unalived. Is that the new term everybody is using? Unalived? I don't know why they're using that term. Any thoughts on that? Where's the minority soldiers at in this video? Why, why are they stuttering? Sometimes when you just tell them the truth, you just talk. You know, but it seems like he was thinking the thoughts. And why is he doing an interview on Shades? <laughs> that, I, you know, I can't even see my man's eyes. You know, that's the first time I've ever seen an interview in the military where someone has those type of glasses on in the middle of... Was he, uh, first of all, first of all, we've been in the military. Right. Is, is that even part of the ten uniform? Years, ten years Air Force. Ten years Army. So is that... I've never seen that be a part of the military uniform. So how are you giving a report <laughs> in such no. a situation? Maybe he got it like that. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be quiet. Maybe he got yeah. it like that. Yeah, Maybe definitely. he got it like that. But that's just food for thought. We yeah, just, just wanted to... Uh, I just wanted to uh, touch on that because that's the hottest story right now. Yeah. Um, on everybody's mind. Um, I personally, here's the thing. Mm. <laughs> not only would I have not given them $250,000 mm. talk about it to take me to the bottom of the depths of the ocean. I, they were running the thing with a PS4 controller. The entire, <laughs> the entire submarine was being run with a PS4 controller. What if the batteries would have ran out on that PS4 controller? Was it wireless? What do you do? <laughs> was, yeah, it was, was wireless. It was wireless. <laughs> what if batteries would have ran out? What, what if the uh, signal? Because, you know, I got a PS4. I got an Xbox. Uh -huh. And I know if I go too far away with my controller, right. it don't connect exactly. no more. Right. So, so did, uh, did the operator right. go out of range? Because if you're 30 feet right. down in the ocean, right. how is it still connected? Right. They <laughs> had they had, they had one, one toilet, five people, one toilet, one small window. One itty bitty window to yeah. see the wreckage of the Titanic out that one window. What are you paying for? What is the experience? I need to know. What is the experience they were paying for? Little Mermaid just came out. What? <laughs> 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 they probably want to see if they really have Black Mermaids. I, man, listen. 
Even if they did, they wouldn't have been able to see them out that little one small ass window. But it is real shit. And then not only that, it is pitch black dark down there, bro. Thirty feet. Why couldn't they just watch the movie? I don't know, bro. And then J- and, and even if you saw the wreckage, what would it do for you? What? They just want the personal experience, I guess. You can Google the images. They just need the personal experience to say, hey, I'm one of a hundred people on Earth that have ever dove to the bottom of the ocean to see the actual Titanic. And now that. it's costing their lives. And that's, it's sad and, and it's tragic. It's like the people going to space. Yep. Even if I had the money. And they Hollywood in that situation. Right. <laughs> Even if I have the money, I'm not taking my black ass to space. Just to say, I've been to space. You're, you're missing out on the opportunity. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> of what? I don't, I don't know. need the opportunity of nothing. But, nothing. but stay living the breathe another day. Man. What if the te- what if the capsule burns up coming back into the atmosphere? Right. What if it explodes it's going out? Here. What if what if like I, so many things run through my mind? Yeah. Like I can't. I just too many brave. things. I'm too much of a forward thinker. They were brave. I these gladiators wanted to risk their life to tell us the truth about the Titanic. Because there's a lot of hidden secrets. And they were gonna unlock Pandora's box. But before they could unlock Pandora's box, somebody made sure that that key stayed locked. Mm. Mm. Or did they Hollywood? You remember Oren Wells? Yes. And, and he had the story about the Orson aliens Wells. landing. Yeah. Orson Wells yeah. about yeah. the aliens Orson landing. Wells. But he, it was yeah. to all Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. It was all radio. Is, is this another situation? Listen, is, this, is this another Orson situation? Listen, man. Is, is this history repeating itself just not, in the water this I'm time? I'm not going to listen. If these people actually truly lost their lives, yes. um, which I believe they did, uh, like I said, rest in heaven to those. To that those, part. Those rest in power and love. Rest in power and love and everything to yeah. their families, to those people who are mourning. Yes. It's tragic. It's a tragic Super. situation. But I just don't understand why people put themselves in that situation. You know, whether you got the money to do it or not, it's just not, for me, it's just not worth it. But hey, to each his own. Everybody spends their money the way they want to spend it. To each his own. We were walking the narrow path in the ocean. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were going willing to go where no man has gone before. They have went. <laughs> where no man is is gone, yeah. um, and that's sad. So, but uh, let's let's uh, let's flip the switch. Okay. Uh, next topic. Next, next topic. topic. Give it, give it. I found I found this. Uh, this one man. You about to find it right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm about to find it. Give me give me one second. I had it up. Yeah, we just got to keep it organized. Organized yeah, chaos. Yeah, Appreciate y'all tuning into the show. I remember when I was in high school, right? I came up with this cool DJ name. So, well, go ahead. Finish my, your story. My DJ name was DJ Fill in the Blank. It didn't matter what you called me as long as you called me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, as long as you called me. Man, have you seen this MJ workout? Which one? This shit. This is hilarious, bro. Oh, bro, he a dummy. Bro, <laughs> so he, he, he got a new one in the water. I in the water, right. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, bro, he's killing it. He is, he is killing, killing it. it. And the fact that he keeps coming up with, this is what I mean by just do it. And you don't know what's going to take off. Bro, this what man has this made this video and got over millions and millions of views impersonating right. Michael Jackson playing different sports. And it's genius. It's simple. It's fun. And he just shot it. He didn't have to go to school for it. He, had to, he, he just said, to I want to do it. Sometimes you just got to do it. Nike, shout out to Nike, just do it. 
Y'all, y'all have seen this video about my buddies in the gym being Michael man, Jackson. Listen, boxing, listen. tennis, water. If you're watching out. right now, <laughs> listen, this man is a straight clown. This shit is hilarious. Hilarious. And Mike would be proud. And guess what? When he shot it, right, he didn't know it was going to blow up. He just thought it would be an opportunity to do something fun and funny. Right, right. And it caught a wave. And it's still a wave. Absolutely. And he's still killing them. With new video after videos. So I just appreciate this brother's creativity of a reenactment of Michael Jackson playing sports. 432,000 likes. Sheesh. And counting. Count, and counting. Count, count. And that's one video. Right? I mean, if you was going to impersonate somebody, what celebrity would it be? And then what situation would you put yourself in? And then YouTube could possibly go viral. Why not copy the formula right. and just make it your own? Right. Next story. This girl... Now she goes to, I don't know if we're gonna get sound. Yo. She went. Yeah. <laughs> just saw that she, this morning. She snatches the mic. She's at her graduation mm -hmm. and she snatches the mic from a faculty member at graduation mm -hmm. because she wasn't given a chance to announce her full name and everybody else seems like she gave them the chance. But with her, she snatched the mic from her. Let's see if we get sound on this. Nope. Right. No sound. So, what the queen was saying that happened in the graduation was that she was allowing all the white students not only to say their name, but to do shout outs, talk about the situation and celebrations. But then when it came to the minority students, that she was dropping the mic and taking the mic. So right. the sister stood up for herself and said, no, you're not gonna take my moment from me. Right. And I'm going to have my moment Hook or crook, and she took the mic from it. Now, don't, shout out to the old lady. She, she had a the mic. She didn't you know take it. Shout out to the old lady. She, she, was, she was hanging on to the mic for dear life. So that, right. the old lady got a little grip on it. Right, so shout right, out to her. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. But the sister was going to get her moment, and I'm proud of you, Queen, for getting your moment because you deserve your moment. Man, listen, she fought for her moment. That part. And she explained it perfectly. Some people say, you know, you still shouldn't have t used that moment to do that. But I say, hey, I understand that. She explained herself and said, hey, listen, you know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm not even that type of person, but I was going to have my moment. I was going to reclaim my time. And yeah. that's exactly what she did. Reclaim I, her time. I'll say this for anybody that's judging that sister. But you celebrate holidays, make it make sense. Because the same as the holidays that you are celebrating what is the reason behind those holidays because somebody took something behind every single holiday that you celebrate so the fact that she wanted to take her moment and fight for her moment i'm so proud of you queen because a lot of us need to stand up and fight a lot more for the right things preach i just leave it like that preach preach and we got one more clip I apologize. I don't know why the sound isn't working. I tested all of this before. It's, hey, guess what? I don't know. It's the devil. It's guess, the devil. guess what? So what? So what? We said we're we going to keep it real. And we, we still see, keep it moving. That's right. We're going to keep it moving. This no is all what. part of it, right? So we could shut it down, blah, blah, blah. But that's what happens in life. No Everything ain't going to be perfect. But the question is, when this moment happens, can you keep going? Right? And not let the technical difficulties stop you from where you get to go. Not in that so now you get to see us in real time really do it. So, so here we go. So so now this one, this one is the this clip is about the new Uno rules. So how long you been playing Uno? My whole life, and whoever made those rules need to be fired. Listen, that is not how you play Uno. This is not how you, you will play not Uno. steal my joy. We go. We we are going to we are going to listen to this clip mm -hmm. about the new Uno rules and come back to it. Hold on mm -hmm. one second. The devil is a lie. Yeah, my 
run against like nine turns buying up all the properties while my symbol is stuck in jail. How is that fair? No justice, no peace. Don't worry, we're gonna rewind it back. That's the one. Of the card game Uno. There we go. Has come out officially and updated its rules to clarify that you cannot play a draw two on top of another draw two to make the next person draw four. Yeah. 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 They say draw two. You take the draw two. That's it. That's it. I, I agree with you. I mean, like, who makes, who makes these rules? The Tom Fooler. I would say it's cool that they're doing it. You know, if they ask me, we need to fix more game rules. You know, forget Uno. I think that works. Monopoly needs prison reform. Yeah, my brother gets like nine turns buying up all the properties while my symbol is stuck in jail. How is that fair? No justice, no peace. <laughs> hey, y'all missed the bar. Listen, I don't know if y'all caught the bar in that. Then he, no, then he just said, no justice, no peace. Because it's the system is meant to lock us up and we won't get a turn to go around to make our money. Why is the system there in place? There's an advantage in the race. They've been playing a Monopoly a long time. Can I, can I, can hey. I do a cool breakdown of Monopoly? Hey, he gonna, he gonna always, he gonna always find the jams in, 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 in any topic. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a cool breakdown of Monopoly, right? But just really cool. Yeah, go ahead. Really Because I want to break down this Uno thing. Okay. But let's do Uno, and then I'll come back to Monopoly. Let's do Uno. Listen, Uno, we don't care that you came up with the rules. Back. Black people have been playing Uno for so long. Listen, once them Uno cards come in my house, it's my house, my rule. That part. We going to stack all day. Stack, stack. We stacking all Draw day. 12. Draw 4. Draw 2. Draw 1. Draw 5. Draw whatever. If I got them in my hand, mm -hmm. I'm stacking. Bro, and if you got a draw two in your hand and they got one card left, you better be hitting them with that draw two so they can draw six. Stop playing with me because I'm stacking my two draw twos, my draw fours. And guess what? In my house, we stack the numbers too. If I got two nines, I'm putting down the nines too. They even got to be the same color, but you're going to get that. <laughs> right, right. Stacking all day. We stack over here. That let's, part. let's look at some of the comments. Dear Uno. Uh, my dot oh my says, dear Uno. At this point, we don't care about your rules. We remixed them and created our own. Sheesh. Facts. Talk to him. <laughs> Facts. So, guess what? If I was Uno, I would have said the same thing. Because guess what? Everyone's doing talking about Uno again. Right. Right. <laughs> Smart. Great marketing. Spartan Chris one one two one says the rules for Uno are whatever you convince the other players the rules are. <laughs> <laughs> that part for sure. For sure. And I read one more. Give us one more. Uh, see if you find a good one for y'all. You know, the comment section is undefeated. That's where we find hey, some of the best jokes. Somebody else said the same thing I just said. Once I pay for the deck and raid in my house, we play by my rules. That part. That part. Uh, that's the part, Uno, you don't understand. Yeah, that's probably somebody in his family saying hey, the same thing. Listen, black people don't play about the rules of their house. That part. <laughs> that's what y'all don't understand. Whatever happens in my house happens under my rules. So, there we go. You want to? Uh, I ain't changing that. No, no. You want to say something about Monopoly? Oh yeah, I forgot about Monopoly. Right? Hey, let me tell y'all something. Yo, Monopoly is really the system. We really live in Monopoly and don't even really realize it, right? Okay, so the four railroads of Monopoly are the way they traded goods from the East Coast to the West Coast. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. You pay bills. It's on the Monopoly board, water bill, electric bill, taxes, all of that's right there in the system, right there in front of us. Right. Have you ever seen a police officer? You ever seen somebody who's told to go to jail? On the Monopoly board in two different corners. So the prison system is right there on the Monopoly board. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a drug dealer, someone who does embezzlement? Don't that sound like somebody checking, taking a chance? Okay. Okay, cool. Well, let's go to the other card. Have you ever heard of 40 for 50, food stamps, WIC, EBT? Uh -huh. Don't that sound like community chess? 
Right. Okay. So on the monopoly board, what you have to understand is even when you buy a home, Derek, if you don't own the land, you can't build on it. It's about ownership. It's about monopolizing. And so my question is to you, what do you own? Because every time you leave your house, you're landing on someone else's property spending money. If there's no ownership, then that just means you're a slave to what someone else has. Mm. Preach, preacher. Just think about it. Preach, preach out. I don't give y'all too much. I can't give them Preach, too much. man. You listen, know? you done hit them over the head today. Y'all didn't think y'all was going to get all this today, did you? Y'all didn't think y'all was going to get all this knowledge and all this this wisdom, this black knowledge today, think huh? About it. Think about it. That's all. My man planting seeds. Yeah. My man planting That's seeds all. on the acting game, on the game of life, yeah. on the spiritual game, yeah. on the Bible game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My man got it all. That's why he's the king. King Jaquel Martin. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Hey, man. Listen, it's been an honor. Vibes. It's been an honor being. Uh, I, I'm so honored that you accepted yeah. my request immediately. Immediately. Yes. Immediately. That part. Immediately. Sheesh. To be the first guest uh, on season two of the Narrow Path Podcast, it was a perfect, perfect casting to get the show going. Um, I thought that you thought of you immediately. God put you on my mind. I yeah. said, let me hit my man up, see what he see what he got going on, and mm-hmm. see if he he come on. So. Thank you for blessing me with your presence. Yes, sir. Thank you for blessing me with your knowledge. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me with your friendship. Yes, sir. Thank you for blessing me with just who you are, man. You're, yeah. you're an inspiration to all those underappreciated, overlooked, highly talented actors and people in the industry that uh, want to keep striving and need inspiration and daily motivation, man. Um, just letting them know that you're in the game with them. Yes, you know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. I'm in the game with you. That part. You know, we're in this game together, man. So hopefully this platform is something that um, that will uh, inspire people to uh, not only not give up, but to uh, continue to create yeah. and continue to believe in yourself and your dreams. And uh, to all those casting directors out there or producers out there or people out there, Show us some love. Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Pull up, bro. Some vibe, bro. I'm gonna bring my goal is to bring mm-hmm. uh like I said at the top of the show, uh everybody I know and people I don't know, um, that I feel don't get enough shine mm. for their talents and for who they are as people yeah. in this industry. Straight and like if that. you like what you see, uh-huh. um subscribe. Subscribe. Hit us up. You know Follow, what I'm saying? Comment. Don't just subscribe. Comment too, because your opinion yeah, means everything. Yeah, you comment, know what, you know what I'm saying? And and hit these people up. You yeah. know, if you got a show, you got a film, if he looks like somebody that you know what you would cast as the lead in your film, I do. You know what I'm saying? He might just be the person you've been looking for. I am. I am. You know what I'm saying? Hit him up. Sheesh. And you gave give all your IG or give all your social media info one more time. It's my name, King Jaquel Martin. Straight like that. On like every platform. platform. There you go. There you go. Man, it's been an honor. It's yes, been sir. a pleasure. We're yes, going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Yeah. Narrow Path Podcast Productions. Yeet. Subscribe. Hit the notification button. Share, share, share. Like, like, share, like, like, like. like, like. Uh, it's on all platforms. Yeah. Podcast platforms. Apple, Spotify, um, iTunes. It's going to be on all of it. So uh, rock with your boy. Uh, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah, man. Thank you again for coming through. 
And this is the Narrow Path Podcast. And uh, we're going to talk to you later. Peace out. Challenge every single actor to pull up and support Narrow Path. If you ain't been heard, this is the place that you need to be on. This is the place where your voice can be heard. You can get your shine on and you can be able to network with people that you've never networked before. So step up to the plate. Come over here. Sit down with my brother. Have an amazing conversation. Have some fun. It's the vibes. We out. God bless. God bless. God bless.